Hey there, and welcome to day 274 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast of the matching YouTube channel that's titled Just the Same. I'm Andrea, and it's late this morning. It's 8.30. I've already just been in the Word and online and, you know, clowning around here a little bit this morning, and so I've got to get my little giddy-up going and and make a good, decent day of it. This is truly the first weekend that I have known it in my very knower now that I'm going to have the cabin, and so... I want to go snoop around a little bit and go into some of the antique stores that are here, secondhand, um, relove, you know, sorts of stores around here. So um, I'm super excited. It's just beautiful. We had just crazy wind yesterday. In fact, I just realized this morning here I was seeing a little frost on the car and I was worried, oh no, my little you know, my little treats that I picked up at the nursery maybe got frost on them. And then it's like, you know what, Andrea, you're probably not going to have to worry about that because they probably all blew away. Like they're probably like miles up the road. We had amazing wind. So I haven't even looked. I've got to go out there and see if I even own anything. yet. I, I bought three baby aspens just in the hopes that, you know, I'd be able to plant them on the property. And then as well, um, I picked up some kale lily bulbs that are beautiful orange for Easter to put in uh, the hotel room for last weekend when, you know, baby Georgia was coming to visit. And um, that's kind of my whole giddy up. I love to plant things in my space that have a true story to them. So I will always remember each year when those orange kale lilies come up that those were from the worship at Red Rocks Amphitheater, that those are from that moment that weekend. Um, I am super sentimental on the chance that none of y'all have picked up on that. So I'm even sentimental down to like the, the things that I plant and put in my space. And then as well, like they were laughing at me at the showroom because I found this really great stool. Um, and I was like, you guys, you need to help me. It needs a really good name. And they're looking at me going, are you serious right now? You know, my car has a name. This little stool needs a good name. My plants have a name. Everything has a good name. So um, um, we actually did name the stool. It's pretty funny. It's this great, like, industrial base with an organic slab of wood as the as the part that you sit on. And it looks like my friends had, it looks like an old button. And I, of course, I've just been calling it cute as a button. It's cute as a button, you guys. It needs a really good name. <laughs> Finally, one of my designers, he's like, have you thought about just naming it button? So we named it button. <laughs> but um, that is how sentimental I am and goofy. But I'll tell you what, I'm so pleased with that little stool. I cannot wait to bring it to its new home. Um so, you guys, out of creamer this morning. I'm going to have to, you know, rework my giddy-up and, and get out to the store just to pick up some creamer. Like, I've had a cup. You guys, I have wonderful coffee. There's no reasons to complain about black coffee in my house because it's Starbucks and it's cinnamon dulce. So, it's like I can drink it black, and I can't drink black coffee for love nor money, but I can drink this Starbucks cinnamon dulce like, <laughs> like you know, no tomorrow. It's really, it's really smooth and nice, but it doesn't mean that I'm not going to have a second cup with just some glorious creamer this afternoon. Um, so anyway, I'm slowly waking up. Found a piece. It's called, I Can Tell You Why. And so it begins. Why do they not say anything? Oh, 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 extra crunchy. 
<laughs> I'm like, before I begin, you guys, whoa, extra crunchy this one. Seriously, trigger warning of abuse. I can tell you why. And so it begins. Why do they not say anything? Why do they just continue to love somebody who treats them so very terrible? Because they want you to love them just the same way that they love them. They protect their wounded at all costs. They want you to love them rather than to judge them. They want them to have every shot at turning around and being really great like they deserve. They think their silence increases their chances. They think that they can love them all better. But only the wounded choosing Jesus and choosing to look, live, and love like Jesus will turn the whole thing around. Both have to choose love. Both have to choose Jesus himself every single time. What reward is there for loving somebody who is easy to love, saith the Lord? The reward is in loving his least of these, the tough to love, the choose to love. Do you look like love and compassion when you hear that somebody is hurting? Or do you secretly relish in joy at the wounded and love only the high you get from making it gossip? Are you really love with skin on. Jesus is love. He chose you. Choose him. Choose to look, live, and love just an awfully lot like him. Choose love every single time. I love you. And then it says here at the bottom, you guys, it says this writing is a part of Lisa Jo Baker's series called Five Minute Friday. She hands us a word and we write whatever comes to mind for five minutes and then share it with the world. Today's word is choose. Go ahead. Have your way with it. I remember those little five-minute Fridays. We'd do these little writing prompts where she would, she'd give us a word and we'd just write about it, whatever comes to mind. And I remember um, what was coming up at the moment was people not understanding of course you can't. Like, now that I'm out and on the other side, I can't understand. I'm like, why Why do you stay? And why do you not say anything? And why, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, life is so different on the outside, you guys, than when you're actually in it. But I love that little piece because it really does lay it down. Um, I do remember protecting, like I say, at all costs. Because, um, you know, my, my vows were forever. It wasn't that I had absolutely zero intentions of ever leaving my abuser. And he knew that. Um, he absolutely knew that. Uh, he knew my commitment to Christ. And he knew that my commitment to Christ had more to do with my commitment to him than anything else. Um, so I wasn't leaving Christ and therefore I wasn't leaving him. Um, there was real danger in that, in seeing that, if you will. But I do remember people asking me because we literally, when that marriage dynamic fell apart, we were the Joneses. We were who people looked up to and they animated their own marriages after us with what they were seeing on the outside. Um, we were the Joneses. 
So I even was thinking about this again, though, just yesterday. I don't even know what made me think about it. But I was thinking about how awesome it will be to get to heaven and hopefully be able to finally see for the first time ever how many marriages the loss of our marriage helped. Because we knew it immediately that it did. People were saying that. They were like, whoa, if you two, if your marriage could fall apart, mine could too. In other words, they were watching what they felt was just the strongest, most dreamy little thing (laughs) fall apart. And they were in something, you know, that they thought couldn't fall apart. And they realized for one of the first times ever that it could. And so I know I was thinking that yesterday, just like how neat that will be to to be in heaven and be able to see the ripple effects of the loss. I know that that's what it was. That's what triggered it. Like all of the great, wonderful things that actually come out of loss, where the Lord is like, Andrea, you just wouldn't know this, but I'm using this for for heavenly kingdom gain. Like there are people that would not have been headed here through, well, you know what I'm saying. Nope, I need to back that up. You guys, I'm going to back that way up. In fact, this is going to get deep right here really fast. Your name, if you are chosen, one of God's chosen, he says in scripture, is literally your name is written on his hand. And it has been written since the beginning and the end. Like before even one day came to be, you guys know I love Psalm 139 because I believe we're all in there. I think we're all written in that story and it's still playing out in front of us. I think that when you read the scriptures and when everything is playing out, it's from when when it is written and it is finished, it's set by the Messiah on the cross and the prophecy starts to play out and fulfill. We're living in that right now. Like every every last day before with with perfect accuracy, Um, from his death on the cross to the day that he's going to come again and call his home, it's already written. Like He's like, it's done, it's written, it's finished, and now it all plays out. Here it comes. And so I believe, like he says, when the names are written of his children that are coming home to reside with him forever, they're literally written on his hand. They were written before one day came to be. Um, And so... It's just such a neat thing because that whole process of the prophecy and every day, you're in it. That's what I mean. You're in that story. Like if you are receiving Christ right now for the first time, you are sealed by the blood of the lamb and and you are on his hand and you couldn't even do anything to prevent it from happening. It's a gift. That's literally what he says. He literally, again, this is scripture. I am speaking to you. He literally says, you did not choose me. I chose you. (laughs) And I just, you guys, like the tears that form in my eyes at saying those words are unbelievable. You've really, if you get nothing out of this listening other than that, you just gained eternity. He, you don't choose him. He chose you. So don't be silly now. Don't try and resist him because you're like, no, I'm choosing. I'm the chooser. I'm, you know, free will. And I'm, you know, (laughs) don't you get crazy here. Just relax into your identity 
as Christ's own. Okay. Don't try and fight it. Um, it is the most amazing gift you could ever think of because there will be people that will not receive eternity and there's only one of two options and it does make me tear. I'm literally just wiping tears off my face, which is panic my dog where he's like, look, whoa, he's all freaked out. He's like in distress in the house. <laughs> They're good, happy tears, Griffin. Shh, lay down, buddy It's okay. They're good, happy tears. Um, so with that, you guys, like if you get that, that he, you don't choose him. He literally chose you and he chose you a very long time ago or this should panic you too. He didn't. He didn't. Okay. So I know how deep that is, but that is the seriously good stuff about the grace of God. Like he is so generous. <laughs> he is so generous in giving himself um, and giving people eternity and even like we don't even have it all figured out like I'll feed you scripture again too where it's like Proverbs 3 5 and 6 where he literally says lean not on your own understanding like lean not on your own understanding um, because we will be knocked out by who's in heaven we'll be knocked out by whoa who's not in heaven like we will be like whoa we thought we we understood in our little minds here um it's unbelievable for us to be able, we're incapable of conceiving the generosity of God. Um, his grace through his son, Jesus, is super generous. So I've got to wrap that up clearly. Hey, it's okay, buddy. Oh, let's get you a little something, something. But um, you guys, I will toot throughout the day right here. And then, like I said, I'm going to get my little list straightened out. I'll even try and do some writing. And I'll be chatting at you again tonight. Because like I say, I think I got behind a day. I don't even know where it happened. Um, but um, in that, if I owe you a story, I will write for you. And I will give you a fresh story. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Um, but anyway, I'm glad that was crunchy, but super easy. It just, it is what it is. <laughs> been there and done that and I totally relate now as to why people don't say a thing and I want you guys to know um, to be looking for that too that where it does appear extra sunny to just flat ask somebody I've asked I've asked this week so how is your marriage doing and it's it's not a it's not an invasive question that's not funny and strange to ask it's loving to ask that how is your marriage doing and it's amazing what people will spill there it's almost like they've just been sitting around waiting for somebody to show that kind of love to them to literally ask them how is your marriage doing feel free go ahead and ask it and remember, this is a big weekend because I called it out. I asked each one of you, please, to just share your story. One story, one, one story, one coffee, one conversation, one person at a time this weekend. Please do it. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.